Welcome to the Dead Bedroom Revival Podcast. My name is Curry, your host, and I'm very excited to be doing this episode. And the reason why is because we're talking about how it might not be a fault, sexless relationship, inverted commas. And I'm laughing about it, but um, because we get into this, when, I, when I've been speaking to many people, and there's a lot of people I've spoken to in the past six months regarding sexless relationships, a lot of people initially put all the blame on the uh, partner. And they say, we're not having sex because, and they give all the reasons why. And for the first time in their life, somebody actually stops them on their tracks and says, have you ever considered that they stopped having sex with you because they didn't enjoy having sex with you? I know you already feel inadequate. I know you already feel rejected. You feel unwanted. But then they haven't stopped having sex with you because of your physical appearance. And they've only stopped it because they are not getting fulfillment from it. They're not feeling connected when they do it. So it doesn't feel like it's important to them. So, and generally they say, but it feels so bad. It feels terrible. And I say, yes, because as human beings, um, we have coping mechanisms and we have things that are in place to protect us is usually our brain as sort of mechanisms to protect us. One of them is called a confirmation bias. And what it is, is when you have a pre-existing belief. So once upon a time, you got rejected sexually. And then the repetition of that happening started serving as a confirmation that that person does not dislikes you or thinks that you're unattractive or feels like you're unwanted. And then you started analyzing even more of their behavior, the way they spoke to you. Maybe they were angry at you. And all of that becomes confirmation of them really not being attracted to you, not wanting to be with you. And it's just this continuous thing that everything that they do that's negative it becomes confirmation of this belief that you've formed. And this belief comes because you are trying to protect yourself. You are trying to make sense of this situation that's happening. And um, from what I've realized, that the moment you actually stopped and think that, okay, maybe they're not out to hurt me. Maybe the reason why we're in this situation is that you are speaking two separate languages. So how you want to receive sex, how you want to give sex is probably not how they want to receive sex and maybe not how they want to give you sex. So the trouble becomes this, that there isn't any dialogue or any communication on what they want, what they would um, prefer. And usually people come back to me and say, well, we spoke about this earlier on when we were dating. They said they, they liked this and this. They give me a list of things. But then I said, well, since that time you've evolved, you've moved from being dating to relationship, you've moved probably into marriage, and now you've got children. 
things change, people evolve, and it's just understanding what's changed and how that person has evolved within the relationship. And usually we don't understand this. And again, it also comes back to, to you as a person. What was your introduction to sex and how has sex played a part in your, in your life before that, that person was your partner and how it's played a role when you were in that sexless relationship scenario. And usually most men turn to porn and masturbation and when you turn to those things as a way of coping with what's going on with your life, especially before when you're single and you're coping with loneliness by watching porn and uh, masturbating, that was your way of feeling connected and feeling um, connection with yourself, but also feeling um, the void that you had of being lonely. So when it comes to in a relationship, you've set the blueprint of what turns you on especially with the, the 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 sex scenes that you see on during the, the the porn video but also the the way you've played out some of those sex scenes and the ones that you probably are watching and still trying to play out so the stimulus for how you get turned on and how you move to 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 sex it could be all controlled by the behaviors that you've and habits that you've formed around sex, which is a complete turn off to your partner. So this is where the problem becomes because you, you get to start focusing on why it's the problem and why they've caused the issue. But really, it's something that you've built over a period of time and you just didn't realize that this was happening. And it's almost this scenario of... You know, um, there's that scenario where they say, how do you boil a frog? You don't just chuck it into boiling water. You have to put it into cold water and then you gradually rise the water. And that's the exact same thing that, that the problem of a sexless relationship happens over a period of time. And it's all little, small, just small things that are happening over a period of time. And usually it's this where if you're using sex as a way of sexually gratifying yourself uh, a way of coping with stress a way of um, alleviating anxiety and you're using your partner from that sense and the feel used by you when you when it's when it's happening it's not an an a, a mutually beneficial thing it makes it so much harder for them to want to do that because they just feel like a shell. They feel so empty. They feel unloved. They feel unwanted. Same feelings that you'd feel from the rejection is the same feelings they would feel when they're actually having sex with you. So hopefully at this point, you're actually thinking about it and thinking maybe the language that you've been communicating in terms of how you give and receive sex is probably not the right way of doing it. And it's something that you can change. And if you want to change this, I would advise you to go to www.deadbedroomrevival.com. We'll be giving you trainings. We're going to get a Facebook group link. And when you get that link, we'll be giving you video trainings where you can actually start learning some more of these um, ways of how you can actually start communicating a better language to your partner or even discovering what language they're actually speaking. Because when you understand that language that they the way they would like to receive sex and the way they would like to give sex, then 
you are now in a position where you can create this um, environment of mutual seduction. And this is why it's so important to actually uh, understand this confirmation bias. That when you understand the confirmation bias, then um, the reason the reason that you're formed to think that it's their fault that you're having this situation is probably you just trying to protect yourself. If you move away from that decision and then see how you've contributed to it, it will actually change the conversation that you're having and you probably have a lasting change in terms of you fixing your relationship. If you don't look at it from that perspective and you put the blame on them, generally, I think 95% of the time, it's either you're going to end up cheating or end, end the relationship. And when you do end the relationship, you might go and meet somebody else and guess what? you'll be in the same situation before you know it. So it's probably worth fixing because I saw a post recently, a guy saying, should I get a side chick? And this is exactly what I said to them, that you've you've decided that your partner, is there's something wrong with them. In fact, the first question I asked was, is the sexless relationship happening because of a medical reason? Because if it's a medical reason, there's nothing you can do to change it. But... He said no, and I said, well, the effort that you're going to take for you to get a side chick is probably the effort that you could put into figuring out what is actually going on within the relationship. Like, what is... There's some conversations that you need to have. And the other thing that I did mention was that maybe uh, she's had this um, sort of experiences with you, and maybe the initial bits were fun and exciting because she was trying to impress you but now that she's not in uh, you, you guys have evolved into your relationship maybe the stuff in the past that is now come back to the future because when you're in a relationship all those insecurities and fears are amped up 10 times more so now she's experiencing new she's now experiencing those fears and anxieties at a much 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 bigger scale and those things can also come and affect your relationship. And because you don't realize that, you might add on to those fears and anxieties because you're pointing the finger at them and saying you're the problem of this issue. So this is why the confirmation bias is uh, one of the things that you need to understand. Am I making this decision because I'm trying to find evidence that it's their fault? So again... Uh, to resolve this and really uh, get a handle on how to behave, how to change those habits and really start getting good ideas in terms of how to reconnect with the partner, go to www.deadbedroomrevival.com and you will get a Facebook link, Facebook group link so you can give you some more training regarding this subject, especially uh, how to overcome confirmation bias and also overcome some of the issues that you're experiencing in terms of communicating um, your desires and how they can communicate their desires so you can create that environment of mutual seduction. So thank you very much. Be seeing you soon. Take care.